Welcome back to the One's Ready Podcast. We've got Tech Sergeant Elizondo. What is actually your first name? Valerie. Valerie yes. Elizondo. So you have a distinction that nobody else here has, and we immediately keyed in on it because we are an all-enlisted career field. Okay. And all enlisted, well, not career field, but all-enlisted podcast. Yeah. Hair Rescue was an all-enlisted career field from 1966 all the way up until 2001. You were the only enlisted member on a four-stars commander's action group. That How does that great. feel? Um, so initially it was a little intimidating, but so I'm not one to shy away from ranks. Like ranks don't really intimidate me. You're in a safe space here. Yeah. <laughs> don't confuse your rank and my willingness oh, exactly. to beat you to death no, in front no, no, of your no. friends. Especially right. being in the med group. And I think what helped too is I did some exec work a few years back and that kind of, Got even it. before that, I was still not really uncomfortable by the idea, but yeah, I'm public health normally. Okay, that, that's what your so, career was, is public health? Yes. When did you get in the Air Force? Oh, it's been a long time. So I've been in 17 years. Who <laughs> get it? You're I, so oh, yeah. I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm old school. I had, like, a setback six years ago. Okay. But I'm still here. Okay. Um, anyway, so I, I got to that point where I'm very comfortable in public health. Sure. So not a lot makes me, like, if I know my job, I've mastered my trade. Uh-huh. So I'm... I'm confident, if that makes sense. And also with military stuff, I'm pretty confident with like standards and things like that. So I think that's why I've never shied away from the ranks. So what led you to the exact life? Um, I had a good mentor who kind of pushed me to that. You know, again, I had a setback, so it was trying to rebuild. Okay. And he pushed me to that, and then I just ran with it i did great at it and i'm grateful for the opportunity and then so now i'm now i'm here in a four-star keg so how i got here um the s so I'm, I'm stationed out at scott obviously okay. but uh my commander at the time lieutenant colonel g and chief thomas they really they pushed me they were like hey you because i felt guilty leaving i'm not gonna lie <laughs> right yeah i left the public health flight with no ncos Oh, no. So I have poured into people for quite a long time mm -hmm. um, and ha have a hard time thinking of myself through the whole thing. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and they kind of got to that point where actually Chief Thomas actually put me in for two jobs without telling me. And he was like, Shout out after Chief Thomas, what's exactly. Up? Yeah. Right. After the he's at Travis now. But right after the fact is when he was like, hey, yeah, I put you in for these. So I interviewed for both, and it was IG, like okay. NIG, and then at the CAG. Right. And that's how I ended up at the CAG. I interviewed, and I'm here. Well, so it's such a hard thing to go from, you know, you, and, and I'm going to use indoctrination in the best possible sense, right? Like, mm -hmm. you're indoctrinated to be a good NCO, to mm -hmm. care for your troops. Yeah. But whether it's moving off the teams, whether it's moving to a higher position inside yeah. the squadron, whether it's looking for an additional duty... There is some of that shame and some of that trepidation. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm leaving my people yes. and I'm going on to do this. Like, how yeah. did you deal with that as you, as you so, moved on? So, honestly, I still feel it now because um, when I go back to the public health flight, I feel like I abandoned my children. Thank you. you yeah, know, you went away from milk and you just oh, never yeah, came yeah. out. You are just like, hey, I yes. got to go over to the CAG. Yes, I'm just going to go yes. pick up this milk real quick. I'll be <laughs> exactly, right back, that's everybody. What, that's exactly what it feels like. <laughs> so that's kind of how I've handled it a little bit by still keeping in touch with the airmen. Um, to make sure I, they know I'm still here for them. Sure. Like if they need leadership, if they need mentorship. Um, so I think that's a big part that made me a little, even though, you know, I have these little 
took out a few of them for lunch a couple weeks ago and mm. then they're telling me all these things and I'm like, I want to go back. Like, I'm going to help you. <laughs> well, and that's, that's a tough thing too. Is like, if you've done your job as an NCO, then they're yeah, going to be able yeah, to address yeah. those challenges yes, and yes. they're going to be able to succeed. Yes. But it's exactly like parenting. You're yeah. still, you still worry about well, them every see, and, single day. And it's day. not even the, like the, the public, I'm confident in them and that I've taught them well in public health to do the public health job. It's the other stuff. Like, um, I don't know, almost like sticking up for them. Like, yeah. When there's other people coming, it's being and, that heat shield. It's doing what yeah, you're supposed yeah. to be as an NCO. When I, you know, when I made master sergeant, I had a good friend of mine pull me aside, be like, you know, why you have those little the, that little roof? Because that's how you shield everybody yeah. else that's supposed to be underneath you. And yeah. your your sergeant literally means to serve. That yeah. is, that is the the etymology of the the word sergeant. Being a servant leader is what you're mm -hmm. supposed to do. Right. As an NCO, and it's it's tough when you see those people struggling with that. Yeah. Especially because there were. There's a lot of new ones too. Like there were a couple ones who'd only been in a year. Sure. Um, so yeah, it just, but we're, we're coping well. So how did yeah. you find a way to lead and to satisfy that need to serve in your new position on the CAG? Because you are the only enlisted member yeah. that's on the CAG. You're working for a four star. Yeah. How did you find a way to lead? And how long did it take you to find your footing inside of that new space? Okay, so I've only been there Five months. I got there in June. Five months in CAG time is like... Oh, yeah. It feels it's like, like in the movie Interstellar right. where yes, it's like yes, seven yes. years on the ground yeah. and it's only, you know, 40 years. So I'll say a, probably the first month felt like I was learning a new, a new language. Sure. Just because being in a mid-group bubble, um, right. the first few meetings that I went to, I was like, I have no idea what anybody's what talking about. What is A3? Who it, cares it, no, about really? what they no, Right, exactly. I'm serious. Yeah. Right. Um, so it was like, wow, I... But then I'm like, you know what? Nope, I'm going to learn it. I was just, I was inserting myself into as many meetings as possible. Right. Um, so that I can get back to that confidence. You know, right. being confident in public health is one thing, but now being confident in the keg, um, completely different thing. Um, but it probably took a couple months for me to figure out, you know, I, I kind of know what I'm doing. And if I don't know what I'm doing, I know who to ask. I know who to go to. Um, once I figured that out, like, the resourcing part, that's when I was like, okay, I got this. Right. Let's do it. And I'll tell you, it's funny talking to, to SimSaf Baths this morning and, you know, we talked earlier, we talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Is that what stops a lot of people from going is, yeah. is being comfortable, is mm -hmm. being, yeah. and not just comfortable, you're comfortable because you're competent and then you have oh, yeah. confidence yeah. inside of that thing. So the last thing that you want to do is go into somewhere where you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. It's so funny because, you know, the chief master sergeant of the Air Force sat right in the same seat yeah. earlier today. And she said the exact same thing. She's like, I just feel like I'm hitting my stride right now. Yeah. I just feel like I'm finally being confident right now. I, I know that you had to feel uncomfortable. Oh, absolutely. Especially going, I had never worked outside a squadron. Sure. When I did an exec, it was at the squadron level. So it's like, okay, I went from working at a flight and a squadron to a MAGCOM. Right. So it was kind of like, whoa. Um, it was scary initially. The first couple weeks before I was going over there, I was terrified. I was like, oh, I don't know. But I'm... I, my husband is like my hype man, right? right. So he's like, yeah, you're, you're going to do awesome. You're, Shout you're, out to AJ too, by the way. Yeah. The, the Dallas Cowboys are not the best defense in the National Football League. I'm going to put it right <laughs> out there. We had this talk before. We figured out just beforehand. It turns out I've known AJ. And yeah. like we, we've run in the same yes. circles for years at this yeah. point. So shout out, go Browns. We're not going to let that take And also shout out because tomorrow's our nine-year anniversary. Nine-year so anniversary. Shout out to that. Let's yeah. go. We're almost out <laughs> but there. But I'm here. <laughs> but you're here. 
<laughs> well, we hopefully hopefully AJ will be okay with it, and he'll find yeah. a way to. Yeah. to, to he make better it work. have good presents waiting for me. Is all. Absolutely, I'm yeah. Hey, get it out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Make, make sure. But make not, sure. I'm not kidding. So, but but also not. Kidding. <laughs> also totally serious. You had to have failed inside of this first five months. How did you deal with that initial that first time? that you were like, oh man, I don't know if I should be here. I don't know if I should be doing this. What, what were the things that you focused on to um, make sure that you kept on your path? To be honest, I don't think I have, I've had a moment where I'm like, oh, I screwed that up. Sure. I, I don't think I've had that. You're just that good? Uh, I'm not trying to say that, no. <laughs> Fantastic. But. But no, no, no. We're, we're doing pretty good until now, right? No, like I said, I think I'm, I've been pretty good at for a long time. At, like I said, knowing the right people. Okay. So, knowing like, okay, I, I'm not going to screw this up. So let me ask somebody who knows more than me right. so that I can get it right. Um, and again, what helped with that is uh, networking, reaching out to the right people, like, and being humble, like, Hey, I have no idea what I'm doing. Can you like walk me through how to do this? Because I, I don't know what this means or I don't know how to do this. So just help me out and then I'll get it the next time. Um, so I think that's what's helped me. Like I, I'm, I'm okay with saying like, I don't know what I'm doing. So right. show me how to do it so that I can know next time. Do you think that that's something you learn being inside the med group? Because that's a, that's a very medical thing, right? Like the best students that you have is like, I don't know what acronym you just used. Can you yeah. please explain that I to me? I think so. And even though, honestly, public health is not the most medical. Sure. You know, right. we're not clinical. Um, but in a way, yes, I think that probably helped. Is that not normal for you guys to be kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing? Hi, I'm a PJ. I've been yeah, perfect exactly. since the second that I was born. Yes, so since... exactly. Like, I wouldn't even know what I you're came not... out sprinting from the womb. I couldn't Like, I skipped it. the yeah. whole crawl phase. I actually gave the doctor some pointers on the way that he delivered me. It was this whole thing. He was embarrassed. And then everybody clapped. And it yeah, was the first time. I can totally see it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So I've never made a mistake, especially yeah. not on a podcast. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah. I, I think it's really important for people to hear, too, that you have focused your entire career on just being the best in where you are and taking those opportunities yeah. as they come up. A yeah. lot of people get way too hyper-focused on, especially in, in our world yeah. where you have these people that are trying to do this impossible thing and they see a huge attrition rate and they see the movies and they see the citations and stuff. Yeah. Really what we try to tell people all the time is just be the best airman where you can be. Yeah. Be the best at what you're doing right now and be open to a new opportunity that presents itself. Yeah, I definitely, and I think that also has a lot to do with my upbringing. I'm first generation American, so I think just from the Mexican family and sure. just my parents were probably the hardest working people I know. So I think just having that, like, work hard, be good at whatever it is that you do, I think, yes, you're right, that has helped no matter what it is I'm doing, like, I don't want to suck. I don't want to, <laughs> right. I don't want to be like that. Oh, I don't want to go to that person. Could never be me, but sucks yeah. to suck. Yes, I don't know exactly. what to do. Right. So yes, I think that's, that has helped a lot. Like I, I want to be good at whatever it is I'm doing. If I'm picking up these plates after people, like I want to be the best plate picker upper you've ever seen. If so. there's work to be done, we just go find work. Exactly. That's how yeah. you excel at any given task. Yep. That's exactly Being a mill-to-mill -mill spouse, there's challenges that go along with that as well. How have you found that you and your mill spouse husband have found a way to communicate, share duties, and make your family life work? Okay, so I kind of followed him along for the last 10 years. Um, we left Nellis so he can be an MTI. Mm -hmm. And then we left Lackland because he was a mandatory mover after that. Went to, <laughs> we went to Keesler. And then we ended Beautiful. up. Beautiful. Good. Vegas, 
to San Antonio to Keesler. So it was just yeah. a trajectory yes. straight yep, up yep, the yep. good bases to go spots. Yeah. And then we left Keesler because he, um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with CCAT, um, critical care air transport. So that's what he got hired on to do a position for CCAT. Um, so it's been a lot of following him along. Um, especially he's master sergeant, so he outranks me. And then his career field is much smaller. Sure. So we can only go to certain jobs or certain bases. So because he's a master sergeant, he gets to decide what goes on at the house, yeah, too. Yeah, but I'm no, sure, right? absolutely not. <laughs> Are you sure? I, no. But he outranks you. I'm the commander in the house. <laughs> I'm the HH6. Yes. That's what I am. You better... I don't know if you guys heard the <laughs> introduction to Miss Ashley, but I am the five star in the house. So. <laughs> Fantastic. So good. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I think it's been... I don't know if it just has to do with my personality, but I'm really much like, all right, you got to deploy. Let's okay, we got it. I got right. we got the kids. Like I, let's, well, the, I got it, it. There's always that give and take, right? Yeah. Like you know, there, there's a, a period of time where you're gonna follow him around, and you're not gonna love the assignments that he gets, and then you're probably gonna get some assignments or some jobs that he doesn't like, and, right. and things are just gonna have to happen. Yeah. And then really, as soon as 20 year hits and you guys are all out, you're the commander for the rest of the life. You're right. Then yeah. ballroom dancing lessons, yeah. going to every single yep. like kids sporting event exactly. or yeah. talent show or yeah. all that other stuff. What was the most effective way that you have found to communicate with your spouse when you guys seem to be missing each other at every turn? Honestly, we've been fortunate to not have, we haven't had many where it's like, I'm complete, we're completely disconnected because of the job. Like even through his deployments, like I still, I think because I'm so like focused on work myself too and, or like school and the kids and things like that, um, that I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had a moment where it's just like, I don't know what's going on. Like with being disconnected in a way, you know what Good. I mean? So yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just me. I don't know. I'm telling you. It sucks to win all the time, but it we know. It does. We're so good, though. I know. It's it just... does. You can't help it. It could never yeah. be me. What would happen with these bad things could never be me. Well, your boss is coming in here yeah. right now, so apparently we got to get going. Yeah. I got to let you. If he's coming here to sit down, which I know for a fact that you got work that you got to go do. Oh, probably. My work is to eat dinner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on. We yeah, appreciate no, your time. You. Thank Thanks, you everybody out me. there. Yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. Good work.